Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Gorgon's Podcast. So today we're talking about a controversial topic, depending on the listener, and that topic is religion. Now, religion is one of those topics that cause one of three things, division, unity, and love, or it can cause mass judgment. So with that being said, with us being three millennial hosts, we all have a very different aspect on religion than the next. So today, as we get into the complexities of our beliefs and what brings us peace at night, we want you guys to think of your religion and your uh, journey to find whatever higher power you believe in. So, as always, I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's get into the episode and discuss religion and the black community, which, ooh, girl, Okay, that's a controversial title within itself because there's a history to it, but let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of The Gorgon's Podcast. Now, as you guys know, we are in December, and what does that bring? The Lord's birthday. We're going to talk about religion today and how, honey, I don't judge what you believe in. If it brings you peace and comfort, you do you. But religion is different in all races, so we're going to talk religion in the black community. And what we believe in, what we're open to, and all of the above. As always, I got the queens of the sorority on the ones and two. Y'all know the routine. Yes, this is your pledge mistress extraordinaire. Two baby in your asses, you know, on the ones and two. And maybe last but never least, your treasurer, you know. Jado, okay, Jay wait, stupid. Wait. Uh, uh, Jay mama. <laughs> <laughs> you will fuck you. Um, so religion. That's a heavy topic for some people, mm-hmm. because like some, for some people, religion is their saving grace. It's all they have when they're down and out. You know, yeah. for a lot of black people, the reason why religion runs so heavy is because during slavery times, even though it was used to weaponize against us at a certain extent, the church house is the only place we could all be unapologetically black among each other. That got dark. But religion is a light and dark subject, too. Yeah, but I feel like it's very important that we express that these opinions are just strictly our opinions Mm -hmm. and things we experience and what we perceive it to be. And it's okay to have questions about religion. Don't ever think. You should question everything that you're going to put your love and devotion into so you can understand it better. Because without questions, you can't learn. But to some extent, you should be questioning because I don't think the Lord likes too many uh, questions. Well, I think you but do. Question. question. How do you find I don't out that you should question God? You yeah, know what I, I mean? Think it's okay. To I what mean, extent? To to a certain extent, like mm-hmm. when you want, like you said, further understanding. Yeah. What's a bad question you would say for questioning God? His existence. I would say, "Why am I alive?" It's a bad question. Yeah, I think that if you ask God about the gift that he gave you for being alive and you want to ask him why are you alive and you have so much to live for that you might mm-hmm. not realize at that point in time but he didn't put you on this earth for no reason. True. He put you on earth for a purpose. Give it to me. And you got to find out within yourself what is that purpose that he put you on earth to help mm-hmm. mankind with. So I think, like you would say, it depends on the context of why you're asking the question. Mm-hmm. If you're asking a question on some vindictive, like, why the fuck am I alive? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, like, with reli- a lot of religious context. Yeah. What's yeah. your heart behind asking it? Are you asking it to try to 
challenge him. Right, right. You definitely don't want to do that. I think that's where it gets picky because a lot of people will try to challenge religion. And I think the people who challenge religion is because all they've seen in their life is they've been demeaned by the religion. By Mm -hmm. You have people preaching to you. Okay, educating somebody and preaching to them is two different things. Yes, it is. A certain level with preaching is to make somebody feel like you're above them. Because if I'm preaching at you, you a grown-ass woman yourself. You don't it, need me to preach to you. It depends what kind of preacher is doing the preaching. No, True. because that's, that me. runs fine line between once you say, oh, why are you questioning me? First of all, I, I, the way I perceive it is that Jesus, whether whatever one you do, that it's okay to question because here's the thing. If it's the truth, the truth can't withstand being questioned because it's still going to be the truth. It doesn't matter which, which angle you hit it from. But if you and to mm-hmm. to be fully understanding of what you're pursuing and the purpose of it, you need to have your own understanding and concept of why you're doing it, not just because your great grandmother was a Baptist, so now you're a Baptist. It mm-hmm. has to be something that draws you in, something you're interested in, and finding the roots and how things work. So what That's you're saying is you have to have more to your religion than just I'm a, I'm this way because my parents were this. Yeah, way. quit following her. But if you question it, doesn't that mean that you don't believe? No, because here's the thing. It's like um, you give me, okay, you I give you $200. And you're like, this $200? You don't believe it's $200? You're just reassuring it. You want reassurance. Let me know. Give or like a metaphor insight. would be like, she gives you $200, right? Yeah. Mm. But it's from robbing a bank. But you need the $200. Do you care how she got it? Yes. That's why you question it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. But like if God told you or Jesus told you, come with me, like like how he did, walk across this water. And if you question it, are you going to be stable? But you ask questions to gain insight and knowledge. But some questions don't need to be asked. Like how you no, going to question the, oh, no, God? No, 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 no. Because like, you know what the problem on. with that is? <laughs> you don't Only need problem that I have with a question is a question unasked. Un- unasked. Because I do it like this. You're going to be walking around with that burden of what if. I, I should have asked him this. I wonder what he would have said. Give him the opportunity to show you his response, and then you base your action off of what he does. And Right, because I was just going to yeah. bring that to you. Okay, after you get your answer, would you believe it? Would you, would you trust in that answer? You go with, I think everybody and I has their own your relationship trails, with right. them then. You see what I'm saying? It's all how your soul and everybody here, you have your light workers, you have mm-hmm. your empaths, you have people that here just to give spiritual guidance, you have people that are lost souls and, and just roaming the earth. But you know your purpose. And your purpose was drawn. That's why they say you have to put the pieces to yourself together before you can be any type of source for anybody but else. But not everybody knows their purpose. Right. I was because sometimes it takes years to know your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's what I'm saying. But if you take time to heal your wounds, you will have a better understanding and a clear picture of who you are and what your strong points are. True. But what about the people who question it and they don't have wounds? Mm-hmm. Like this, they don't have tra- well everybody have a third yeah, wound, right. but like they're not like traumatizing wounds they're just like surface level like first world problem wounds you know they have ex- right. they may have external influence that may um alter the perception of what they're trying they want clarity and they want to have that beyond a reasonable doubt that this is what it is and some people need that because they're not very trustworthy people and, and give the circumstances of the world i wouldn't i'm not either i still right. call my shit when i take it out the bank 
Okay. Well, damn, hell, for sure you got to count because you can't trust put trust all your trusted man. Or machines. Oh, right. definitely. Well, I trust machines. So that word, I trust man. That's mm-hmm. when oh. you would rely well, on that intuition. Man. That's why we have intuition. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how, why as people we have that little voice called intuition and that gut feeling. You go with what you feel. If it feels right, you going to go. It, oh, but it you doesn't work go. for everybody, you know. Well, like this is me. what I ask you guys. Okay, so right now, what is your religion? What is like? What do you practice? What is your like? I don't and I'm not saying that I practice. Like I don't go to church. No, that's the. But see, and that's another thing. Let's deconstruct what yeah, practicing is. Practicing is church. praying every mm-hmm. night. Practicing is talking to God when you're in your car alone and you're just talking to Him. Like God, I, it's a hard time right now. Right. That's, that's practicing. That's a relationship I have. But that's God. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you're practicing it. Church doesn't mean you're practicing it. Right. There's people who practice church and be, and be up in the church house and then singing and in be the gamble- background and leave church and gamble the next <laughs> yeah. day. When I say practice, Somewhere. practice is in the eye of the beholder. So whatever mm-hmm. how you practice it is your definition. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never say church is uh, how people practice it because I've seen more appalling things at church than I've seen, sa- you know, saving things. Mm-hmm. You know, but so are you a Baptist? Uh, I'm Christ- a Baptist. Mm-hmm. Oh. What would you say you was? Um, a child of the earth. I'm cutting. No, yeah, I'm like our child. I believe in just universal law. I believe that. What you do, you get that back. I believe in... Because I know... I just feel it like... You know, when we drive and we say we're going to be late, we end up being late. But when we're not focused on time, we're on time. Well, you don't want to be on time. Mm-hmm. True. So I, I believe in that. Everything is a cause and effect. I define Brandon when That's my real name, but don't call me that unless you're family. Mm-hmm. Uh. I classify myself as a spiritual hippie. And you know, mm-hmm. what's yeah. a hippie? They take a little bit of this, they take a little yes. bit of this. Yeah, and then they add it together. So I believe in God. I know there's a devil. I know if I put out good, good will come back. I know if I put out bad, bad will come back. I know the tongue is powerful, so be careful what you conjure and speak up. Mm-hmm. I know that certain small aspects of the Bible are real. I know certain aspects of, you know, I like too much of everything. Like, I like midnight mass that the Catholics do on Christmas Eve. That shit looks so pretty when they walk with the candles, you know, down the middle. You know how they have the midnight mass. I've never seen it, actually. Oh, you never been to a Catholic church on Christmas Eve? Uh Uh-uh. Girl, candles this large. They have the uh, altar boys walking down with it. It's a whole ceremony. It looks so It looks so old school. And they have, like, the long gold robes. Oh, I've seen those before. Yeah, they do that on Christmas Eve. It's such... It's like those Greek Orthodox people who Greek Orthodox is like Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. You know, it's like going to a Catholic church on Easter for the resurrection. It's so pretty with all the paths. They have flowers hanging yeah, from the ceiling. Yeah, they do go all out. And that, that choir be, Maybe, um, oh, wow. be real stale. Yeah, be like a, uh, one of them uh, white crackers, the square ones. Look, now that oh, I'm looking at y'all. Yeah. Look, now that I'm looking at y'all, maybe I'm more interested in the decor of it and not the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I would really like to see that. Yeah, and I, I, and I think I would too. like so that too. I think I like, when it comes to Baptists, I like... The upbeat, boom, 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 boom. Like the spirit? I yeah. Like, I like the vibe, you know, so I'll take that. Or the energy of it. Right, yeah. and you can keep the dwelling. I like that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or the Holy Ghost. Look at the, when that. People, they, they be over there twerking, I said. The oh, Holy God, I ain't never seen nobody in the church twerking. Like. The Holy Ghost that bothers me is the people that be rolling around. Bitch, oh, bitch get your ass doing up. Doing their cartwheels and yeah. dancing and shaking. Was, and... We need paramedics. Okay. Yeah, Look at now I'm honey, speaking in tongues. Honey, but... you're not you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're epileptic. Some people be trying to act like it. Look at how she gonna speak when I'm done. Oh, what you said. <laughs> no. But I, I just feel like everybody should be 
open and not and give everything an opportunity. I feel like this. Nothing bad because I don't do bad. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. have an open mindset. I understand that certain Catholic, certain religion, Baptist, whatever, was passed down. Mm-hmm. But you have to live your life for you. And you have to do what costs you. Because what costs for your, your parents or what worked for them may not work for you. I feel like growing up in our family... Forgive me, family members that hear this, but this is my truth, and you ain't gonna take it from me. Um, <laughs> I feel like anytime anybody believes something otherwise, they're they're quick to judge you, and they don't care if it brings you peace. They're gonna judge you because it's not what they believe in. That's exactly what it is. What that sound like the devil to me? Yeah, and it that judgment sound like look right. at that judgment sound like the devil <laughs> to me. Because like ain't a judgment a sin yourself? Yeah, judgment is a sin because the only one who can judge mm-hmm. you is God. Exactly. So look at. But um, I think that with our family, Christianity was drilled so hard and deep into us that we don't know how to appreciate, you know, some family members who think differently than what they were grew up to believe in. Mm -hmm. And going astray is kind of like you going rogue a little bit, they might feel. And um, just because you believe in something, you can't push it on not not you per se. No, I know anybody, what you're saying. You're making you know, an example, yeah. You know, you can't push it on the other people. If they believe in what they believe in, yeah. let them have their belief. Let them, like y'all said, live their yeah. truth. And you just wish the best for them. And, you know, as long as they believe in a higher power. And then, as long as it's not harming and nobody. And as long as it ain't harming no damn body. And as long as you ain't conjuring them no goddamn spells. Doing yeah. a focus witchcraft, hoodoo voodoo, whatever. Then I'm, I, you, you. And that's the even crazy right. thing when you say hmm. hoodoo voodoo. Because like a, a lot of the voodooism yeah. is exactly. rooted in the Catholic Church. Really? Yeah, because like I a, that was a lot of no, because you know, yeah, a lot of those uh, Creole and yeah. those Haitians mm-hmm. and stuff like this, right, they're yeah. deep into the Catholicism. Like they, they take certain aspects of the religion and put it. And the thing is, why I always question, I would never do voodoo or hoodoo. Oh, I won't do it. Care. However, you know what you're doing. because this is what I say when I went to New Orleans. I was Ooh. on a cruise line, so a slave ship. And um, uh-uh. <laughs> when you go, if you're spiritually awoken, like we have psychics in our family, mm-hmm. when you can feel certain energy, mm-hmm. when you go in there, you feel, when I tell you, you can feel the supernatural. Oh, wow. Like Ooh. the presence, when they say certain places are alive, yeah. they fucking mean that. Oh, no. Yeah. When you want to fucking buy you, I Ooh, said, no. buy you. Okay, yeah, because I'm not going over there. Can we go turn right? Buy you. Buy in. Okay. <laughs> You'll fuck around and get a girl a crucifixion with some chicken bones on it. I oh, swear. I seen it. Girl. But you know what? That's Ooh. no different than a lot of, you know, African Americans in the United States. We still believe in yeah, those. Yeah, superstitions Don't sweep. Don't sweep my feet. Yeah, That's bad sweep, luck. Yeah, it goes don't back be, to there. Girl, put that broom down. You're going to sweep up some strangers. Uh-huh. Or like you said, you if know, they step on body foot, the back of their foot, tap them two times. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of splitting balls. Oh, yeah. I'll play that. I love a good ball. Oh, hell. I also say, like, we got to, as African Americans, we got to take accountability. If Christianity Christianity never colonized us, we would still be in Africa believing in a lot of the river gods and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because there wasn't no Christianity in uh, Africa. No, there wasn't. You know? That's my biggest problem. I think um, the reason why I have such a hard time kind of fully accepting. Catholics or Baptists, anything that have to do with the United States, like just because there. of the history. You think mm-hmm. about all other uh, religion, India, they they have like the elephant lady with all the, you know, yeah, Hindu. But yeah. to come to America and they're trying to convert you, usually in the Christian, they got a white man and a whole bunch of other, and they, his 12 disciplines or whatever. Disciple. <laughs> Disciple? I was like, this yeah, I always mess that up. See, I don't, I don't, because it's watered down. I'm pretty sure, sure some things in there are factual, mm. but it is. Um, twisted and 
to whoever's writing it in me. That's so true. Because I, I definitely, like I say, don't get me wrong. I know there's certain things in the Bible that I've seen in life are true. Yeah, I do oh, think yeah. Jesus was a... But like... Not everything. But then can we break down homosexuality in the Bible? Because I think a lot of people think I'd believe otherwise. Yeah, that didn't I'm come gay. for a while later, Let's though. be that real. In the 19th, uh-huh. uh, homosexuality, gay... Uh, or fag in Britain is a term for a cigarette. Gay in the United States was happy. It didn't change the same to the 1940s. There was never, when they said man should not lay with other men, they were talking about pedophilia because there's a lot of pedophilia in the Bible. Still is. Yeah. Hello! In Greek mythology, it's not talking about all the fathers fucking daughters and daughters fucking fathers. Oh, man, incest shit. You still got that going on in the Jesus Christ, I don't know nothing about that wicked ass story. No, but it's just one of those things where like this, so when they say man should not lay with man, the American eye is going to say, well, duh, that, that means gay. But also, it meant, like, the man, who's the adult, should not lay with a boy. Mm. It was talking about pedophilia. Uh, what did American do it? They said, oh, they this is a way we could d- discriminate against lesbians and gay people. And then what happened with the black people? All we had as black people is our God. Of course, black people, even though we're a minority, we're going to oppress another minority. Because our only saving grace, which is this book, is telling us to. So I understand why... It, uh, homophobia and stuff like that is deep rooted in the black community when it comes to religion because religion is so embedded and sometimes brainwashing to certain black people. Mm-hmm. If that's all you have, when you take that away from somebody, mm-hmm. it's hard to be lost out, out in this world. It's it's not easy to be a lost soul in this world. And, and sure. if you take away their religion, that's taking away a lot of people's sense of self. And I'm sure during slavery time, they didn't allow no homophobic things going yes, on because girl, what you, mean? I don't, they I don't, you don't think bucking. the masters was fucking bucking. the dudes slaves yes they used to call it bucking girl their property no i'm not talking about no. them i'm talking about them uh the, the slaves having slaves? sex uh, uh homo, homo sexual yeah. sex yeah. amongst each other i don't think he they, they was playing that because they wanted to breed african-americans to make oh, sure that's true. that oh they wanted uh, to make sure there was a fair amount of yeah, women and yeah, men together. Oh, yeah. and they mm-hmm. wasn't i'm sure that i'm positive I, they wouldn't have none of that there was shit. probably gay slaves but they it kept it on the low like yeah, they do today yeah, you know they, well there ain't no gay slaves so they look like they like they want to keep there ain't no gay slaves <laughs> well, shit, we, well, what should have been in a sense honey y'all still slaves it's like psychological slaves look at slave to the mind what you say look at who my what you so, I just have a question for me, then you guys can ask me a question. How did you accept gay people? Hey, you have a gay cousin out When you come from a religious, when you come from a religious family. Oh wow! Well, I had a, a gay friend uh, back in high school, and I didn't know he was gay. Uh, well, how do you become accepted when you're taught otherwise? Is that oh, something you chose to do? Just who I chose to do? Yeah, he? because when you come from a world where it's like you know, they just make it seem like it's right from wrong. How do you choose as a person growing up? Like, okay, if you're a good person, you're a good person. Regardless. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, all in all, whether you're gay or you're straight or whatever sexuality you may be, I choose God. I choose to love people. Right. I love you how you are. I loved you before. It's not like you going like you changed. Do you think you God loves gay people? A damn, huh? Do you think God loves gay people? God loves all people. Okay. You're I mean, I, he, 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 I, I'm, he might not like what we do on this earth, oh, but he that. does definitely love you. I don't care if you right. murdered somebody, if you stole something, you know, he says, repent of your sins and come to me. Message. True. You know, so if you Lay pray, because we are me. all freaking sin laden, so Just we true. all need to repent of our sins, you know, and make sure we're going to make hey, it to the heaven, okay? Uh, you know, but I think it's very important mm-hmm. when we 
um, you know, just scratch the sur surface of religion that everybody keep in mind that everybody is, is different. We all mm -hmm. have a different purpose. We all walk different walks in this life. So you have to respect each other's perspective, whether you believe it or not. It doesn't make your God less powerful than mine. Because, honey, yeah, their I differences do. don't make them a handmaiden of Satan. Yeah, and, like that. and another thing, can we please stop, like, this is what I need y'all to do going into 2021. Stop know. speaking for God. But can you please stop doing that shit? Okay. Stop saying, because you know, God, that is not God. Like, you know what else ain't God? You have all these kids and you ain't married. Okay. That's uh, not God. Old, oh, old school that? black moms. True story. It's like, just the little undertones of like, you know, mm. you know, God don't like ugly, but he ain't that fond of pretty. Uh, like, girl. That is so Renee. Look at that. Who said you pretty? That's a generation like mom. Because your attitude ugly. Up. Girl, get up and get that man some need. Oh, oh, yeah, like, ain't nothing here. You got some shit. I, I don't like that. In fact, and I think, mm -hmm. you know what? I think I'm, I always say, because every gay person, like, I'm different. But um, I think I'll, the reason what set me apart from a lot of gay people is I never asked for anybody's approval for me to be gay. You know how people have a coming out process and they be like, hey, mm -hmm. guys, I want to tell you guys that I'm like gay and stuff like that. Everybody knew. They just waited for me to confirm it. But I never asked for permission. And if you didn't accept it, I never cared enough. But if they if they said, you know, they if they told people, it's usually like celebrities. And um, I don't see none of them. Most of them celebrities asking for for acceptance. I mean, they is what they is. They told you what they well, is. Well, I think the coming out process is the overall, to me, asking for acceptance. Because, like... I always look at it like this. If straight people don't have to have a coming out because it's the normal, right. uh, if you feel like what you're doing is the normal, mm -hmm. you don't owe anybody an explanation. You know how to know when you're gay? When you bring a guy home with you right. and they're wondering. Mm -hmm. Or that roommate that you say is your roommate all the time. Well, some people might it. want a warning because some people's reaction might be a little harsh so you might have to That's watch true. out for but that But I shit. feel like with gay people, they should be able to, they, you need to be able to, as gay, you need to have the third sense to read the room. Like, I know all in my family who are the homophobic ones, but who smile in my face. <laughs> because I know the ones who, they love me as a family member, but your drop faggot as look quick me. as a heartbeat. I'm pretty sure. Look at this. Speak your piece, huh? Okay, because I'm like, tag me. Look at <laughs> no, Speaking of which, Jamie, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one of those things where it's like, they can do your hair, they can be your best friend as long as your son ain't a faggot, Don't though. Message! Come on oh. and decorate, too. Exactly. <laughs> bitch but I just I never needed like you know validation it's for parking okay oh, okay look at how did you know so if I ask you how did you and then I asked Jamie how did you know I was gay uh, well, because I'm... Um, when you put your first wig on. I was going to say that. Like, when oh, what age was you when you put your first wig on, Meet Yourself? It wasn't a wig. It was a piece of a track. Just a little bit. It was a sample wig, piece of carpet. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> just a little, a little yak. Piece. And then I put it on you, and I just wanted to see how you would look if you was a girl. But before that, you already, because our family is predominantly women, let's let the people know that, okay. uh, you have always talked a little lighter because right. see, we use this around me, Tanisha, you know, my aunties. your mom, granny, my mom, Tony, you know, mm -hmm. around that. This our fucking family at that time was 90% fucking women. True. So, yeah, okay. I mean, it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Uh, but I, I... Do you believe if I was raised the wrong man, I would have turned out straight? Absolutely or do you think not. you're born gay? 
Um, that's a hard question because I don't know. I had a cousin say to me, they were like, I think if you had a man in your life, you would have uh, turned out uh, straight. But then if that's the case, what what about the men who do what grow up saying? around men and then they turn, or the boys who do grow up around men and then turn gay? So that's, so a, that's, that's, that's what not, makes it such a hypocritical thing. I, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think that's factual. I think anybody that would approach you with that type of, you know, perception to think that that's logical, it's just stupid. That's like Mm -hmm. when your mama pushed you out her pussy and you like dudes. It's like you chose to like dudes, like a bitch. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that? That doesn't even make sense. Right. You know, you can't explain why. I can't explain why I like white guys. That's just what I like. And it's nothing. Against black dudes. Nothing Mm. at all. But see, the difference between when it comes to interracial dating is like they always say, with black women date outside their race, they're looking for a soul, a companionship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when black men date outside their race, they're doing it to demean black women. Because what the, as soon as a, a black guy gets with a white girl, you're all of a sudden, that's some dumb black hoes, they ghetto, they this, they that. When a black woman gets with a white guy, Honey, I'm just looking. At... Tired of the bullshit from the niggas. Exactly. Yeah, but but the... where, why does when a black man get with a white woman, he demeans black women? I would say all of them do. I would say all of them do. True, not all of them. And scoop up all the big ones. Oh, the pick me's. Yeah, yeah. They be pick me's like damn. Yeah, the number 10. We call it the, 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 the number 10 cups. Yeah, so. don't be the motherfuckers that be like, pick me, pick me. <laughs> Bitch, you want to be picked so bad. So bad. Picking me. Um, so that's what I got. Just, just so bad. But I mean, I think if you take it from that and have somebody tell you, hey, what do you love to do? Oh, I love, I love to rap. Mm-hmm. You don't love to rap. You love gospel, not sing it, motherfucker. Oh hell no! You know, so it's like, what's you love rap and devotion? Shit. You know, okay. I think everybody really need to understand that the the words that are putting in that's putting the Bible are twisted in some people' images. Not saying that everything in there is solid. Or people weaponize it, right? Bible. And they try to do it because look, it come on now. I feel like in America, and just. Overall, the, the the economy and the system, the way everything runs, they don't want you to be a free-spirited thinking person. And they do everything in their power to distract you with little gadgets, apps, and everything else from the overall big picture of finding out who you are as an individual and being able to make the connection and make the corrections of who you are to make you the best version of yourself. People are missing out on valuable time because True. they're they're waiting around for a goddamn like from Facebook or Instagram. Okay, okay motherfuckers making Facebook statuses talking about look at uh, if you like the status uh, look at girl I'm I so know hurt. that's what he's trying to say. Faith. You get on Facebook and you see these quotes if you love Jesus you'll like this. Okay. <laughs> like what? Look Anything at. for a, a like. Or they get on there half-ass naked and they got their brand new boobs and ass all over. And they're talking about, I prayed for days like this. No, you prayed for the right surgeon. (laughs) Like, people, these are all distractions. I'm telling you, when you sit there, everything you need to know, want to know about yourself is already deep-rooted in you. You just have to take the time out from society and be by yourself to do the work to draw the lines to the missing pieces, and you will be whole. I'm not going to lie, though. There are certain aspects where I do think deep down, like, there's certain things that just scare me, which it would scare anybody because you're human, about, you know, just the fact of, like, the afterlife. And stuff like that. Like, what if all this trouble and and we just, like I always say, my worst fear is, you know the lights you see at the end of your life? Mm-hmm. What if that's you being born out of the birth canal going into your next life? You know, the doctor. Uh, hell no. I'm like, Richard. You know, like this. You know, like this. You know, like this. Where's the bungee cord? Look at me wrapping my arm. Get back up there, Jesus. You know what? I think it's very important when people think about that, that, you know, they don't have a fear of it. 
You know, don't think of yourself as a person. You're so occupying a vessel. I think it's very important that people are okay with making that transition. If fear is not healthy. I, fear prohibits you. And it prohibits the progress on you being who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm, you got to be able but to But some people done did some bad shit. So they wonder where the fuck they finna go. Well, this is my, and you're going to find out. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, Jew, I'll ask you guys both this and then speak up for who wants to. What was the most divine experience that you had where you knew you're like, oh, there's something other than what we see in this physical world? Like, religious, like an angel, wife, a miracle, something like that. Like, because I think everybody had a miracle where they were like, girl, yeah. there's mm. a higher power. There's some lords in this house. Okay. <laughs> well, I would say mine's was definitely when I was uh, real tired and I had been drinking with my girl and Racine and I had to uh, go to Kenosha home and I had rolled down the window and shit because I was fucking tired and a little by the way. Uh, and then the next thing I know, I hear somebody say, Trisel, wake up. And I woke up and I hit the brakes. And I was right in front of the motherfucking hobnob, nigga. I almost smashed to the damn building. You had, Trisel, let me be real. You've had a lot oh, of yeah. miracles. I would say a lot. I would say I, chances would never have a couple. No, okay, I'm on your heels, though. Coming in and I still got a basketball team of angels from behind. Because like when I tell you, remember the time you almost slid out on that lake of ice? What was that? Who no? Somebody almost slid out. It was during the wintertime. They were driving. No, no, I was driving to go get mom from her job, and um, I was riding down Sheridan Road, and it was a sunny day, and. All of a sudden, my car hit a sheet of black ice. Yeah, no, because it was winter, right? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. So you and slid it, from the road through the parking lot. I went on the left, lake. and Damn. I missed the car. I went right, I missed another car. I went left, and then right again. And then I had uh, hit into what I thought was Pike River. And then my car, the whole motherfucking um, snow came over. So I oh. had rolled down my window so I could make sure that I could get the fuck out because I seen that on Should You Survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Um, Don't show me working. The too. motherfucker. And it helped because I could have been. Did, but it did not go into the ice. It was so much snow that it stopped it about five feet from the damn rift. Won't he do it? Okay, hello. So it stopped it. And then I opened up my damn door and I was like, oh my God, I'm alive. I'm alive. And the people came running up there. You're alive. I said, Jesus. Okay. No, it was wonderful. Ooh. I was very happy. But the way they had to get that motherfucking car out of there, nigga, it was upside down, like or sideways. They had to get it out vertically. Damn. And I was like, "Oh Jesus, thank God you are." And I was like, "I'm saying Jesus," okay. but at that time, look, and you look like you can when, take, you can take the bus on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Next time, nigga, next okay, time. Right now. But that time, I almost hit that damn hop knob, and I woke up. It's Tony who was screaming at me. I remember that yeah. shit. I was like, and it, yeah, I felt the jerk, and I was like, "Oh shit, hold on, Jesus." I'm like, okay. And and I heard her say, Chantel, wake up. I was like, oh, this ain't really happening. But nigga, yeah, show the fuck was. I was like, thank That's you, Jesus. Crazy. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, family. Yeah, so that shit really happened in real life. And mm-hmm. then, then that damn snow happened. So, so yeah. that was your moment that made you believe it was something more. Oh, God, yeah. Now, if that don't make you believe that you a damn fool. True. Now, if, if Jesus sent you a bunch of jazz, you up. Okay. okay. <laughs> so what about, what about yours? You, um, I think I, it's kind of like, too, like when I was younger, I was always accident prone. You know, I was a preemie. I had asthma. So long story short, I got hospitalized when we were living in Milwaukee at Children's Hospital. I was there for, it ended up being three months, and I was in the ICU. Mm-hmm. But during that, when I originally got there, because I passed out mm-hmm. in the back alley of David's mom's house. Oh, wow. Oh, it was shit. that hat. So, on the process of going to Children's Hospital, I flatlined. So, oh, I died. Oh, wow. And then I came back. Don't, do you remember, did you see anything? Like- right. 
I, or were you so young? You know? yeah. No, but you know what? What I did feel like when I came back and I was in that bubble and they brought that uh, Nintendo 64 in there. Um, shout out. You said your age. <laughs> I don't care, honey. And I was at the desk table. But when I, came back, when I came back, I just felt different in a sense. I don't remember anything like the white lights or anything like that. Maybe I was so traumatized that I kind of oppressed it and just blocked mm-hmm. it out. But what I do remember is coming back and Mama, she had the Cavalier at the time. And I remember looking out the back window at that. Yeah, and I was like... Ma, like, what is the purpose of, like, oh, us being here? Like, I don't, because we were supposed to be going to church. Right. I said, why, though? Like, I don't want to go to church because, like, if I got to go to church all the time, I'd just rather go to hell then. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And mom's like, don't you say that. I said, well, how do you know this ain't hell already? <laughs> she do feel like okay. it's and, and sometimes how I, And mama really looked back and said, she's like, that's how you feel? I said, yeah, I just feel like it just doesn't make sense. If God loved us that much. Why do we struggle so much? Why do good people pass away? I just had so many questions that I just uh, really didn't understand. Yeah. And if the case uh-huh. that is, if good die young, why am I getting so old? Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's the question. Because right? okay. I'm like, I know, um, I always felt like, I've always known, because like, I think from a young age, I've just been like, okay, there's something extra in this world that we may not uh-huh. always be willful to see. Yeah, I think you, we all, you know what I noticed about, um, na- well, their like, unexpected deaths. A lot of times when you run into those people, I heard one story that while well, I was actually part of it, where an old classmate who was in the army, she her name was Patsy, and she ended up going in, being a, um, a paramedic or whatever. Long story short, she came to Wendy's and said, "Hey, I'm glad to see you. How you doing? Exchange words and say, you know what, you're the perfect person to be that because you have a heart for that, and you know you're really a good person." And she was so happy. And do you know it? In that same week, that girl ended up driving home from Milwaukee. After a party, and she slammed into a median and broke her neck and died. Damn. But she was so happy. Same thing with my other best friend. Like, she was happy days before she right. ended up passing away. Here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah, so I think it's, I think it's very important that people understand that, you know, you'll know. Yeah. Cause everybody I- has different missions. Like, everybody has a different purpose. Like, some people are mm-hmm. here to give insight to the people that are in limbo to make a decision. Are you going to mm-hmm. pick it with Lucifer or you going to come over here and do this work? That's true. Cause Support. And you know. It's not to tell them where to go. It's to help them make a decision in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So you're light workers. True. And you know that there's always, you know, your ancestors, like your family that passed oh, yeah. away before Definitely you. Because, like, oh, for real. Girl, when I, <laughs> give you that wisdom. Because, girl, when I tell mm-hmm. you, I was like this, the month of the, leading up to Granny's death, which would have been like, November, what comes before November? October. That whole month, girl, talking to her, her mom, her dad, her yes. brother, and stuff like that. The house stayed cold, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was a, a unusually warm fall that year. Oh, wow. So it was just like, I just remember Granny be in the middle of the um, night, up talking. Granny be quiet. Oh, wow. Talking to her uh, mother. Whoa, and yeah. And she'd be like, Brandon, there, he's right in the corner by you. Or like, she used to call on Suzanne, which is, you know, your oh, mom's yeah. twin, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, wow. She, it was so, house stayed cold and stuff like that. The heat was on hell. So, because mm. we told him. Right? Well, so was that scary for you? Or was, or was it like a reality of what was yet to come? It was horrifying for me. Because you were because, young. Yes, I was, mm. no, I was a senior in high school. You're still young. That's you true. You wouldn't grown. It's just like, I think I just was made to grow up with an old soul of like helping people who mm-hmm. can't help themselves at the moment because it'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. 
And I'll be honest with you, if I could do it all over again, would I want to be Granny's grandchild that had to, that lived with her? No, because I would rather, I always say to y'all, like I say to y'all, I'd rather have Granny like y'all did when she was younger so I could appreciate her more because I don't really have memories of a young Granny. Oh, Granny was lit. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you think about it, when I came around, she was going more towards like yeah, the she's older. older because your mom had you. And you got that granny when she was younger and the mm-hmm. snappy comebacks and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, she had a smart mouth. She's like, cup? Oh, yeah, cup your right in your chin and be like, don't come in the house singing and shit. I used to come in the house yeah. singing. So I was Mariah Scary. Yeah. And like, I, but I always wanted that with granny. And that's why like when I used to sit, talk to my like my cousin and stuff like that, when like with Auntie Mary and all, I was like, you know, you, it's a blessing to have a younger grandma. Because you can make mm. memories. It's a blessing to have a grandma, period. I was just going to say that because there's some people that didn't even see that and don't get to never seen their grandma. Oh, my grandma, my dad, uh, mm-hmm. she died on the day I was born. But you got to understand oh, a lot wow. of people. Wouldn't that be something if I was, re- I'm that bitch reincarnated? I mean, I'm <laughs> oh, no, but you know, think a lot of people oh, should be grateful that they have a younger grandma. Grandmother and other people that do have one, even if she's older, they should be grateful. Hey, right, because that's a blessing. Because right I'm mean, not going to lie, my granny, mm-hmm. she taught me how to play deuces while remember oh, two's going oh, yeah, anything. Well, the granny game was checkers. Go fish, yeah. She was Connect four, four. Connect, connect four. four. I used to love connect that, yeah. With that rope we had to put the leg in. <laughs> uh, and pity pad. Yeah. Or that twine, that bread twine. Yeah. Was, you know, to make it lock on in there. Yeah, that and them circus peanuts, I couldn't stand them. But them Welch's candy. Who like the Chico sticks? Grandmother. Chico sticks, oh yeah, we and remember those uh, Werther's candies she used to have in yeah that's car- what I'm saying mm-hmm. the little caramels yeah them and a, a slobber down uh, cigarette that would be hanging out <laughs> out of the my life since we're talking about religion how do you practice your religion so, so you say when do you talk to God um, well, I get off of work sometimes at 3 or one thirty. so when I'm driving home from work, I have my conversation with God, and then, um... You know they say 3 in the morning is the most time yeah. where, like, a lot of spiritual things are good Between to happen? 2 and, two and 3 and yeah. 3 and 5 something. Well, yeah, well, whenever I come home from work, one thirty or 3 o'clock, I don't do 3.30, because that's the bewitching hour, I do believe. Oh, you're the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that, and yeah, that's really my time to have with God, and then when I wake up. You know, I give praise to God and thank you for keeping my family safe and keeping them healthy and maybe have years to come of health and, and yeah, get, be together more. And yeah, I just talk to them and, and pray and ask for the things that I need and to help me to grow and to become a better person and to um, just get better and do better. True. Ooh, okay. To live better for my life. Yeah. What about you, Kelly? Well, what I usually do is I don't like to do stage too much because, like, look, bitch, uh, is you chasing off the negative energy or are you chasing positive from one room to the next? <laughs> you can't, you, look, at you can't chase it all out. Let it build up a little. Is it like really smoky when you, no. or is it like when you see in the movies and it's just like a little misty smoke? Yeah. No, and yeah, sometimes you gotta keep relighting it. Oh, okay, so is it wet or dry? Yes, oh, you have to have air to breathe in yeah. it. So when it's oh, too okay. tight, there's no air to get in to feed the fire. Oh, like a, like a regular torch then. Yeah. Oh. So like what I usually do is like I have like one of my bath and body work candles. I have a little playlist on my phone. In the beginning of every room, I say the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And then I say like, you know, uh, I ask for protection from Auntie Tony, Granny, and any ancestors that come from my bloodline that wishes well and did well in life and did good in life. Mm-hmm. I just walk around my house and then I have the front door open and... Yeah, get that negative energy and out the back door. Out door, door. Exactly, and you just feel it, you know. You do. And like, if you, so nice. I always tell people, if you don't feel it, okay, You're something on you is closed off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because if you don't, if you're speaking positive, even without the stage, and you don't feel a change, right, honey, mm-hmm. then you just want to be negative. Exactly, you got mm-hmm. to, Jamie. 
Um, yeah, I, I do similar, um, you know, little prayers like him. I use my sage. Um, I open up my windows um, and I do my money little thing. It's True. Like, I forget what it's called. You have money incense. That, yeah. Girl, so, when I tell you, Jamie. Them Indian I'm, incense? No, these the are Indian specific. blessings. No, there's those uh, corner store incense. Too, yeah, like the that, Indian, they got like I think they call Indian blessings. These though. are called Dinero incense. I'm gonna have to get you. I got them off of Amazon from for they Indian shaman. Okay, yeah, I ain't never heard of that. That's like when you got your sage. Get them. Make it rain. So that's what I do. I open up my bathroom window and you know I I say my prayer. You know I be like you know just pretty much I be like oh, um I bless this house, um cleanse it. Feeling positive vibes, no, you know, negative energy, protected dwelling. I do it over everything, stuff like that. So then, and she means that, like she says, just her nigga. Yes. Uh. Uh-uh. No, she's not. <laughs> she, she told him to stand up, and she says, yeah, in the middle of a game. I don't get... Oh wow! Good <laughs> you, know, you do. Let this suck. The lights could come on out and go out. <laughs> she do. But yeah, so I do that, okay. and then I also have my crystals. Um, thanks, to my cousin. Yeah, show me that. So, so she's over. This is a crystal. Ooh, um, it, did you know black uh, with black candles and black crystal represents protection? Yeah, it's, no, it's for it's for grounding. It's for um, I've, um, like I can't remember it all, but it's it's. I mean, I believe it. Coharly. Is it it's, like a cord? It's a protection. It, it blocks off negative energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also had a white one when I first got it. I wore that a lot. Now I just kind of carry it. It's um for new beginnings and clarity. is it like and a clarity? purifier yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know and i i, it, I think it's very very important because you got to believe in something so and that's what i believe in go. because huh, huh, let me tell you right now i have when i did a whole 360 this year true i can't even recognize myself the you jamie today that. from september and see that's the thing why i say like you your crystal work like i'm not at that point yet mm-hmm. but it's like girl you did good yeah i, I feel like because you know what well, because, you know, I feel like, and I really could, it's different, though, with this. I used to go to church as a Baptist with, you know, my mom and her friends, and I never had that connection. Like, I feel like I have it now. I feel like That's true. everything is a cause and effect. And it's a meaning for everything. And it is. It definitely is. And if you say you're going to have a bad day, well, you're going to have a bad motherfucking day. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You are in charge of your destiny. You have to be careful because if you think you're pregnant, your mind will make you start thinking your body is. And you will have the uh, symptoms and stuff like yes. that. Like earlier this year, the coronavirus. When I kept on hearing on the news day in and day out, because at the, mm-hmm. there's one point during this year, there was nothing positive on the news. No. And they kept on telling us the sore throat, you know, the glassy, the loss of taste. I literally started manifesting those things, mm-hmm. and I knew I was manifesting it because once my mind got sidetracked to something else, they went away. But as soon as I thought of it again, I got all the symptoms back. So be careful because the tongue is powerful. Yes, it is. Ask my boyfriend. Um, yeah, not for just chewing food. Okay, no worries. Uh-huh. But I, I or feel like I feel like if you are willing to go against everything that you're comfortable with, you're going to discover aspects of yourself that you didn't even know existed in your soul so it's very important that you do things you fear go places you're uncomfortable that's true they always say when your back's against the wall that's how you see your true self yeah and it doesn't mean you have to do these things all the time but what i'm saying is step out of your comfort zone because a comfort zone is self-explanatory it is a box it is limited to only a certain area when you're comfortable there's no progress true so when you start feeling 
fearful, that's progress. Because now you're stepping into new territories. Oh, I didn't look at that. Now you're developing new techniques to add to your holster to make you a better person. So you have to do things that's uncomfortable to you. Things that are not typically you type of shit. So what you're saying is you got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable, truly. You got damn right. And then when you get comfortable, bitch, get uncomfortable. Okay, and do it all all over again. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. And then once you start that self journey of understanding you and why you may be a toxic person in a relationship, regardless of whether it's sexual with a friend, a family member, a parent, you start understanding and connecting the dots why you react the way you do. And then you are better equipped to address your reactions when those incidents arise. That's true. What I do want you guys to understand is this. Yes, we're in a pandemic, but do not be reckless, but also do not let this prohibit you from doing what things that you should still do. Meaning, you can do everything don't safely. Be, yeah, okay. don't be so assumed with what's going on with COVID because COVID is no different than the, the uh, Spanish flu, no different than the regular flu that flu people die from. I don't know about all that, cousin. Well, here's the that thing. That kill them a little too quickly. For me to well, say yes here's to the thing about that. I have a sister that work at ER. She said everybody that comes in there, whether you die of natural causes or not, it is listed as COVID-19. Unless the doctor comes what? back to your chart and changes it, that's what you die under. Oh. Mm, that's... So the, the numbers that are rolling out are not actual yes. numbers. Sound like a girl. That's a, that sounds like a whole nother episode. Yeah, because it's yes. so busy. Okay. But you got to be careful when you manifest. Don't the fear mongering, yeah. Right, because if you think you got it, then you're going to start getting sick. You're going to start feeling like, just blow it off. And people who ain't living their lives because of this. Because you get you, phantom symptoms. I mean, scared. You're gonna, I mean, I wouldn't say go out and do everything you used to do before. No, no. But you need to still go out because it's right. healthy. You need to go out because you need to get out and breathe or else you're going right. to go crazy. Just being a human, you need fresh air. Because yeah. I know the vaccine hit it a, a, a town near you out in Pleasant Prairie. Pleasant Prairie, yeah. And, look, yeah, this, sure and this is what I said, look at I want to let everybody else do it. I want y'all to be the guinea pigs first, and then I'll test it out in about six or seven months. Look at the dude. One dude commented on it saying, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad to be. I'm glad to say that I am a recipient of the Spanish flu, and I'm still here to live about it." Well, how long did it take them? Didn't that go on for some years? Okay. They didn't come up with a vaccine as quick as they did with this. Okay. You gonna be messing around taking gorilla snot? Okay, <laughs> and calling the gorilla glue. Okay, <laughs> like a uh, honey. Watch your mouth. But uh, that's all I'm saying. Is live your life. Don't be reckless. Come on, time. Look it. Don't be reckless, but don't be so isolated either. If you can find a healthy balance in between and keep your hands sanitized. That's true. So keep your face mask up. All right, I want to thank y'all. Bitch, we want to thank y'all once again for listening to our lovely public podcast. And we can't wait to hear with you guys all the questions that you guys have. And, you know, we're here for you. We support you like you support us. Thank you very much. Love, peace, and Afro Grease. Okay. <laughs> and also, should we tell them how we're going to be doing solo episodes too? Each month mm-hmm. from. December, starting all the way up to February, uh, each month, a Gorgon sister, which one of our, your hosts, either uh, Jamie Trisola Bishop, a.k.a. Hi. Brandon, will have a solo episode where they talk about something closer than we could just get a behind-the-scenes look at our true psyche when it's not all of us together. Because there's a lot more depth to it sometimes all when we're alone, too. Mm-hmm. You know? It's nice. Look, at we're a movement. I'm a moment by myself. But I'm a force when we're together. Yay. So, okay. honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to thank you guys. Thank you, Trisel. Thank you, Jamie, for thank being a part you. of this. Thank uh, you, guys. Thank you for uh, putting up with my 
up and down. Look at my only child disorder because like this whole team, <laughs> this is team building for me because I'm so used to being an only child team and getting my way. Dream work, baby. But thank you guys, and we will see you guys next time. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, uh, rate us on any platform you're listening to us on. Yes. Make sure you uh, send somebody new our way. If you send a new listener our way, we have merchandise coming soon. So let us know because, honey, it's all coming and we are growing. We got it for you. Okay, we got y'all niggas. <laughs> Shout out to the niggas. <laughs> Hit me up at 262. Oh, no, no, no. 5 What you said? Okay. All right, bye, you guys. Oh.